videos and I really like it. Um, I did a video re just recently on Bradley and I, um, actually yesterday. Um, and I know you're really, you really like a lot of the pass rushers. Just give me your quick thoughts on him. Do you think that he could actually be a guy, you know, I know the rotation, Alden Smith, you know, possibly Randy Gregory, Doris Armstrong is there, Tyron, um, Tyron Crawford's still around. But what do you think of the potential for Bradley and I in this system in this year as a rookie? Oh, I'm really excited about Bradley and I. First of all, I think he's an extremely skilled pass rusher. He's not a guy that's going to beat you with athleticism. He's not going to beat you with flash, but he's just really synced up with his hands and his feet in terms of his ability to beat offensive tackles. I mean, he corners extremely well, and you always see how about you want you want players to have that kind of bend, you know, the kind of Robert Quinn kind of snake-like ability to slither around those ends. Mm -hmm. Bradley and I doesn't really have that bend but he just has really efficient technique. He knows how to maneuver his body in a certain way so that he can corner and effectively flatten to the QB. And I think that's the reason why he's going to be able to translate pretty quickly to the NFL, much quicker than you would expect from a fifth-round pass rusher. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw him maybe get in that three to five sack range as a pass rush specialist, somebody who's part of the rotation, somebody who's going to be maybe the second or third reserve defensive end. He's not going to get a ton of playing time, but when he does, he's going to, really be aggressive and assertive with his pass rush. And I think he's going to be effective. I think he's going to become a fan favorite, not only for his effort and his pass rush ability. Hey, hey, John, can I follow no, up on that go real ahead, quick? Go, go ahead, go ahead. Do, go you, ahead. do you think it'll be, he'll be a fan favorite or he'll, he'll get some time early? Mm. Yeah, I think he will. I think he's somebody who's going to earn early because I think he's going to do extremely well as soon as they put the pads on. I think he's going to really – really bad are these backup reserve offensive tackles, the Cameron Irvings, the Brandon uh, Knights. I don't think they're really going to have much for him. So I think you're going to, you're going to see them having to put him against the Tyron Smith, the Lyle Collins is pretty early. And I think that's going to earn him some playing time, even though it, it all depends really on is Randy Gregory going to be back. If he's going to be back, it might be a little bit tougher to get him as much playing time as need be. But as of now, Randy Gregory is kind of a question mark. So we don't know. So I think he can, as the, as the yeah. roster stands today, I think for sure. Yeah, I, I was going to ask this too. Uh, it's a good question there, Scott, uh, about Bradley. Is he, his, is his expectation good enough for you to shy away from, a, uh, I guess, a Bruce, what's it, Matthews kid? Uh, there's oh, out Clay, there the Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews, I'm about to say Bruce, man. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> Bruce? Yeah, yeah, you going <laughs> way up, bro. You going way, way back. And, and you going in the 80s. Where yeah, your mind yeah. at, dog? <laughs> is is oh, his skill set good enough for you to shy away from him or the Everson Griffins? Or even will it be good enough to also challenge, dare I say, a Dorrance Armstrong? Um, I don't think he's good enough to shy away from Everson Griffin. I think Everson Griffin is really one of the – it's really amazes me that he's even on the open oh, market because he's one of the, right, he's, one of the yeah. he's an upper he's i wouldn't say he's an elite pass rusher but he's right below the elite tier i mean he's, he's a really damn go, good pass rusher. Yeah, yeah exactly just go watch him versus tyron smith last year he beat him with three or four spin moves and when do you see tyron smith be with the same move twice in a game let alone three four times mm. i mean that alone should earn everson griffin a like a seven, eight, nine million dollar contract for at least one year, in my opinion, maybe even ten if you have the if the if you have the cap space. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like a Clay Matthews, I definitely think Bradley and I is more skilled and has a better ability, and plus has more future upside for you than a Clay Matthews. So I think, and as far as Dorrance Armstrong, I I think he's gonna push Dorrance Armstrong. He's more skilled than Dorrance. You see, Dorrance he had a really good training camp last year, but he wasn't mm -hmm. able to really turn it into much during the regular season. So now under a new coaching staff, he's going to have to re-earn his playing time against a guy like Bradley and I. So it's going to be tough. I think 
those that's going to be one of the more interesting battles that's going to develop is between Dorrance Armstrong and um, Bradley and I during camp because Dorrance Armstrong did have a, a adequate amount of success against Lyle Collins last year, and we saw what Lyle did last year. True. Yeah, see, you know, kind of just bouncing off of that, <clears throat> when I hear about that, I really loved what Dor you it, just by talking about camp last year. Me and Law were both talking about Dorrance Armstrong Jr. all last camp. Like, mm -hmm. okay, he about to turn up. This is about to be his year, and we really didn't see it. And I think, like you said, him and I are going to really have to go at it because this is year three for um, Dorrance Armstrong Jr. He's got to show right now. And, uh, and he's going to have a guy like Anai breathing down his throat because mm -hmm. this is a guy who is – motor runs on a million it never slows down and like you said if you really watch his tape when i was watching his tape yesterday his hand fighting and i know you do jujitsu and even when you talk about demarcus lawrence how good his hand fighting and that hand fighting that he does already coming out of college is just ridiculous mm -hmm. yeah he you know he really reminds me of a less explosive version of carl lawson coming out of carl Ooh. lawson's another guy who was a big fan of just really powerful and assertive with his hands. And he understands how to string together moves. That's one of the more rare things you see from college pastors. Just they're kind of one note guys. If they don't mm -hmm. hit their first move, they kind of stall out. But what you saw with Bradley and I is he can constantly stringing together moves. He misses the first, he's countering to a second. And then he's even got a third counter on some occasions. So he's just mm -hmm. somebody who's giving offensive tackles so many different looks that it's going to translate to the NFL. As long as he gets enough snaps, to be able to get into a rhythm, I think he's going to be effective. Yeah, well, it's good that you brought up uh, Carl Lawson because he dropped because he had short arms. And and that's the exact same situation with uh, Bradley. He don't have the longest arms, but as long as you have hand placement, as long as you can show that and display that uh, explosiveness off the line, then you can win. Uh, speaking of that, what is your scouting report on the Joe Jacksons and the Jalen Jelks of the world? Oh, Joe Jackson, he was a guy who... I was impressed with for a fifth round rookie defensive end in camp last year. He's a guy who he's not the most flexible. He's not the most fast guy, but he just finds a way to corner. He kind of lulls tackles into his sleep because he's not the fastest guy. And then he has this little burst to corner and he has a nice, really strong rip move that he uses to defeat, uh, the, defeat the punch of the offensive tackle. And He's strong, and he's somebody I think he still had a little yeah. bit of baby fat on him last year. I think he was in the 280s. If you can get him into yeah. the 270 area, maybe lean him up a little bit, maybe get a little bit more quickness. I'm, I think he's someone who could be in a – he's a real – the fact that Joe Jackson is going to be probably defensive end five or number six for you if he even makes the team over a guy like Rondell that. Carter or something like that, mm -hmm. that's really good depth because I think he's somebody, especially against the run right now. You saw last year when he played against the run, he was pretty effective late in games when he got to play. He still – I still question his ability to be an every-down effective pass rusher just because he lacks the athletic traits. But I think as a reserve guy who's going to be in the rotation, who's going to play maybe five to ten snaps a game at most – I think he's great. He's 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 a really good he's a really good contributor to have. And as far as Jalen Jelks is, he was somebody who I was disappointed with during training camp. To be honest, last year I just don't didn't see the hand technique. I didn't see the pass rush plan. I didn't see the footwork. I saw a guy that was kind of just going out there to try to out athletic guys, and he's not the most out athletic guy in the first place. He's more smooth than he is athletic. So. I'm kind of down on Jokes, to be honest, and much higher on Joe Jackson at this point. Yeah, I'm going to be mm -hmm. doing a, a, a show focused on the DEs tomorrow. And I, I have Joe Jackson as a guy that I think is, is going to push Armstrong. Um, either push him to make him better or mm -hmm. push him down the, the depth chart because I just think Joe, he has 
he has what I call that grown man strength. You call you said he's strong. He's that, yeah. Man, he like an ox. You know, it don't look pretty, right? It don't look pretty, but man, he's so I think he's really good against the run, but I don't know how good he can be against the pass. Maybe he needs to shed some of that weight, like you said. So I'm kind of excited to dive in a little bit on that tomorrow. But speaking of guys that are good against the run, before we move on to the other side of the ball. Uh, I want to get your take on, you know, what you think about this new addition or this new philosophy on the interior with the big boys, as oh, me and James yes. like to say, the fat boys. They're back. <laughs> you know? back. We got the 6'3", 340-plus, hey. almost 350-plus pound behemoth in uh, uh, Don Terry Poe. And then you got a guy like McCoy who is sneaky good against the run now. I don't even know if it's sneaky anymore. You know, he's mm-hmm. progressed to be a really good run defender. But he also can get you five, six sacks as a DT. How you liking this kind of uh, transition here? And then I, you can touch on Neville if you want to, uh, with with these additions on the interior. Man, I like it. I really like it. I've, I mean, I think a lot of us have been calling for a lot of years for the Cowboys to invest more in their interior defensive line, get bigger there, give, take some pressure off their second level defenders against the run. I mean, the Cowboys it, under the under the Marinelli Taylor, they put a ton of pressure on the Leighton Vanderess and Jalen Smith to do a lot of the dirty work to stop the run they're having to get off blocks they have off they have guards in their face immediately i'm hoping that under this nolan scheme you're going to see them use a lot more two gapping techniques with these big wide body defensive tackles they're going to keep bodies off the linebackers and let them do what they do best they're athletic they hit holes let them flow and find the ball carry because just in terms of an athletic ability there's not many running backs in this nf in the league that can out they can outrun Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch when they take a good angle, especially when you consider their tackle radius, especially like a guy with Van Der Esch who's got damn running with receivers. Man. Yeah. He's, right. Right. He's, saying it. he's got the, he's got the widest tackle radius I've ever seen almost from a linebacker. He's crazy, but I'm good. You know, I like the, I like what the plan seems to be. I like that. They're going to, seem to be making the job easier on their second level defenders get more size in there good guys that can occupy blocks and they have the added ability that both poe and mccoy can split gaps if they need to be they can penetrate if they need to be so they can yeah. still bring some stuff against the pass rush they're not sacrificing a ton like you would think under the marinelli tenure so you know i'm excited i'm really really excited for what this interior defensive line can do and i really think it's going to optimize the second level defenders the linebackers I agree, brother. I agree. Yeah, that, that's exciting. Talk. Let's talk about some C.D. Lamb, though. You know what I'm saying? Everybody been talking about C.D. Lamb. He just got predicted. I think Scott just told me that he is going to be, what, the breakout rookie? Yeah, NFL. We'll talk about that, guys, in the chat when we do our own thing here. But uh, NFL.com has him predicted to be the most productive rookie wide receiver. Uh, would you agree with that, or is it going to be tough because of all the people uh, that he has to contend with in regards to targets? I mean, I think it is. I mean, the fact that Randall Kovalev is taking with, what did he have, like 70 to 80 targets last year? I mean, those are all available for C.D. Lamb to just eat and gobble up. And and then when you combine in the Tavon Austin snaps that he gets, those kind of jet sweeps, bubble screens that I think give they're going to use. Give him the C.D. Yeah, give him the C.D. <laughs> give him to the man who CD can do work in open field. You know what I'm saying? I think they're going to... I think that's going to be a big part part of what they of what you see the Cowboys use from CD Lamb is these bubble screens, these tunnel screens, these jet sweeps to get him the ball in space and let him do work because we saw what happened in Oklahoma when he gets the ball in space. Oh yeah, oh, wow, oh yeah. Well, I, I don't mean to kind of go to a hard right here, but I kind of wanted to stick with the the trenches because listen, guys, if y'all not following this man on Twitter, please do. It's right there on the screen at John Owning. He writes some great stuff for uh, Dallas. Is it Dallas Morning News? Right, Sports Today, yes, right? Sir. 
Yep. Is that what the sports said? Dallas Morning News. Yep. Um, great X's and O stuff. For me, I'm not an offensive line guy, right? So I look, I look forward to guys like you, uh, Vach Lombardi. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, to break down offensive line film, and and even um, what's his name, Baldy. Baldy does a good job too. I know John froze up a little bit, but we'll see if we can get him back. One sec. One sec. There, uh, yeah. John, and uh, there he want is. everybody to go check out John on his uh Facebook and not Facebook, Instagram. No, not that Twitter. There you go. Check them out, man. I'm everywhere today. You're trying to concentrate on the feed and trying to get everything back. That's good. Well, yeah. It was, it was yeah. twitching up a little bit, but there we go. There we go. It, it was doing the Twitch, man. He's doing the Twitch, man. Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. Yeah. It's not a good follow. It's a great follow. No, no, but no, but in all seriousness, those man. Um. I like to, to, to see what you have to say about the trenches and definitely the O-line and D-line play. And we talked about the defensive line, but I really want you to go in here on the offensive line because we, we got a lot of beliefs here. Um, what drafting of Tyler Biotish, right? Travis Frederick is gone. Um, what's up with Connor Williams, right? And then Connor McGovern is another guy. I, I'm, honestly, it sounds this sounds kind of might be boring to most of the, the casual fans, but I'm really excited to see what happens, what unfolds with these guys. Connor, McGovern, um, well, Connor Williams and Connor McGovern. Looney <laughs> and beyond. All them damn Connors. All them Connors. Yeah, what, what do you just kind of give me your thoughts on this O-line right now? Yeah, it's intriguing. You know, I think this shows you the bevy of riches the Cowboys have on the offensive line that they can lose a Hall of Fame level center and still have a really good offensive line by all intents and purposes. I mean, I think you've got three guys that are all pro caliber in Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, and Lyle Collins. So that's a real, I mean, most 95% of the other offensive lines in the NFL don't have that. So the Cowboys are still sitting pretty. And I really like that the Cowboys re signed Joe Looney because I think that sets the floor for the center position. I think that we saw two years ago what the Cowboys can be with Joe Looney. You, it's not it's not as good as Travis Frederick, but it's passable. You can win with Joe Lini as a center, and I think that's really something good to fall back on for the Cowboys' offensive line. I think in an ideal world, ideal world, you would see Connor McGovern or Tyler Biotish play at, at an ability that overtakes Looney so that they can win that starting center job. But I think this pandemic is maybe hurting those abilities a little bit more because they weren't full time centers. I mean, Connor McGovern last year spent all of his time when he wasn't rehabbing he was doing it taking sets at guard you i mean um let me, let me ask you do you do you because see before we drafted biotish i mm-hmm. was thinking okay mcgovern could be a guy at center but then we trade up my by, my by the way in the fourth round for biotish so to me that makes me feel like i think they want him to be the guy at some point and they hope some points this year but you know do you feel that way or do you think that you know mcgovern could get a shot at a center I think McGovern's going to get a shot, but I think Biotis is probably the better the better choice. I think McGovern's going to buy more for that uh, left guard position with Connor Williams, but I think they're going to give him a shot there and just see how it plays out. But I really, like the Biotis pick, I'm really excited because if he plays like he played in 2018, that guy has a first-round caliber center right there. His 2018 tape is really impressive. And then he had that yeah, during the offseason between 2018 2019, he had the hip surgery. He didn't get to work on his skills. He didn't get to increase strength. He actually decreased his strength. You saw how that inhibited his game. You saw some of the anchor issues that he has, the uh, inability to move defenders off the line of scrimmage as much as he was the year before. But now that he had this year, the ability to, you know, stay strong, I'm really excited to see what he can do 
in his rookie year. And if he sits his rookie year, I think for sure he's going to step into the starting line of year two. Year two. I, yeah, I, I agree. I think I think if he doesn't get it now, he'll get it next year because, you know, uh, Looney only has one year. And, and I love Jumbo Joe. I would love to keep him on his team forever yeah. as a reserve. And, Law, you've interacted with Jumbo right. Joe. Right. Um, but, you know, it comes to a time where we want the best of the best players out there. And if it's Joe this year, cool. But I think Biotish is is much more talented to him than him. It's just a matter of him getting that experience. Yeah, I would totally agree there. I think, yeah, like I said, Biotish is a guy. He's really good. He's really smart. The, the thing that's most impressive for him for his age, he's so smart. You see him doing protections. You see him pointing out the mic. You see him setting the protections. You see him adjusting the projections, which is protections, which is really important for a young center. So I think as long as he can hit the ground running conceptually with his mind, which I think he will, I think he's someone who, if even if he doesn't start immediately, he's someone who you can see getting plugged in maybe even halfway through the year if, if things go correctly or go a certain way. Hey, James. Uh, James, I know you want. I know you want to ask him about your guy. James. You, you know, yeah. I, you, you seen on the tip of my tongue, didn't you? I'm, I'm just gonna sit back and just, just let him talk. Let y'all two He's have, yeah. a, have, a, have a love fest on this guy. Go ahead, go ahead. Let's because have a love. It's the love bone. <laughs> love is love. Love is in the air for John Vay Johnson. Oh, that's my guy. No, I love it. Hey, me and Skywalker been going back for me. Like, oh man, he can't catch shit. Uh, he gotta I, show I, me. I, I, he said. He said he gotta show me. But I get it. I, met, I get it. We was at camp and he was he was dropping everything when he got in the, when the lights came on. But guess what? He was a rookie. Give him time. Here's my thing. If you got a Devin Smith and I like Devin Smith, but if you're talking two options and I got a younger option who runs this, who runs really good routes and has the same type of speed and is four years younger and he can start catching that ball, I want him because I think he can add to the team and I love his deep speed. Talk to me, John. Yeah, one other thing that gives him the leg over Devin Smith is he can contribute on special teams. That was the biggest reason that Devin Smith was inactive all of last season out after the touchdown is he couldn't contribute on special teams. And John Vay Johnson gives you the ability to contribute on special teams. I love, like, everything you said is correct. I really love his route running. He is a guy who was beating Chidobia Wuzia and getting open during training camp last year. I just hope mm -hmm. that he's, you know, married to a judge machine since he's been out the yes. entire season. As long as he's been married to that judge machine and he could be more consistent at the catch point, I think he's someone who can earn, who can win that number four wide receiver job that's open up to the top three. Ooh, yeah. so, so no see y'all open yeah. this thing no up setting. because he oh, like it because his name is John. <laughs> you know, you, you know that's what it is. <laughs> well, no. You know, and he spelled he, it wrong though. Yeah, I know he spelled it wrong, <laughs> but the sound is, is still the same. You know, it's just <laughs> like when I see people spell law or Lawrence with a U. It's like how you spell Lawrence with the U. You know, you can't. You gotta put a U. W in there. You know. So, yeah. so look when but we talked ahead. about this last time, um, James, yeah. you had me. You made me think. I said, okay. Mm -hmm. While I need to see more from John Vay, right. I understand that we we do have players on this team that dropped the ball. So I said, well, how can I come back at this, you know, without us going crazy back and forth? And I'm like, well, what can John Vay bring to this team? I'm asking both of you guys um, that can kind of mitigate if he does have those drops, because we know what what uh, Kyle brought to the team. We know what Cooper brought to the team, and we know what Gallup brought to the team, even though they had drops, right? So if you're going to drop the ball, like you, you mentioned, T.O. dropping the ball, but T.O. brought so much more to the game. And I know the blazing speed. Now, is the speed, is it real Is it real enough speed during the game to make a difference, or is this just 4-3, 40 speed, and 40? Right. 
I think all I think the speed, the a defense respecting the speed comes from you making them pay a couple times. I think obviously initially defenses aren't going to respect the undrafted rookie free agent who had the drops issues last year. But if he makes them earn it, just like anybody else, if he can, he has the speed to get behind defenders. I saw it during training camp last year. I saw him running mm-hmm. by guys like Chidobe Awuzie. I saw him running by guys like Chris Westry, who ran a four three one at six at six foot four. He has that legitimate deep speed, but like you said, he has to he has to make them pay with his hands. He has to be more consistent at the catch point. And until that happens, no matter how much I love his route running or anybody else does, he's not he's not going to contribute. He's probably not even going to make the team. Well, you know, Keyshawn Johnson back in the days had a book he wrote out and said, catch the damn ball or throw me the damn ball. And my thing is, give me the damn ball. ball. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say is that I don't want John Vay to be that person because he continued to drop the ball. I look at like this guy like Cedric Wilson. I think that he can bring in a lot of heat to the table. And on top of that, I, I, I just I just have to say this, man. Uh, Devin uh, Smith. Thank you. I was going I, there next. Lord. I just, I just love his approach to the game. Although you can look at it and say, well, he don't play special teams, but that's why I will have the young guy, CD, a Sedarian Lamb, however you want to call him, to be the special team guy, mixed in with a what is it, a Tony Pollard? You know, you can put him out there, and those can be your special teams guy, and your rotational special team guy could be Cedric Wilson. So we will see what John Vay can do this year. Yeah, Devin Smith, he's a guy, he's he's exciting. The thing that I think separates John Vay Johnson from Devin Smith a little bit is he is has a better ability to get open on intermediate and short routes. He runs with better pace. He has more disguise in his stems a little bit. Devin Smith has that ability with those vertical cuts. He can get open on those posts, those corners, those goes, but I don't see, he just doesn't create enough separation on those comebacks, those curl routes, those in-breaking routes, out-breaking routes. I think he's a little bit more of a one-note receiver, whereas John Bay Johnson, obviously, if he learns the catch, if he becomes more consistent there, he can give you a more well-rounded attack as a receiver, in my opinion. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair enough, any, because any, I'm a any huge rebuttal guy. For, uh, for from Big Game James? Oh, go ahead, Scott. Well, that's man. his guy. I don't know if it's much of a rebuttal. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. What like I, I said. The thing, the thing oh, that, okay. like I said, stands out to me is just what uh, John was saying. He has really good route running. I think that's what separates him as well. When you look at Devin Smith, and I'm not saying Devin Smith. I like Devin Smith, but like you said, I, when you really watch John Vay, if he can get those hands together, his route running is really crispy. And when you can hit him on a quick slant pattern like Dak likes to do when you had a Randall Cobb, I'm not saying he's going to be the fourth guy, but you got, you're got you probably going to keep at least six receivers. I think he can definitely be in the mix for the fifth or sixth guy, especially if he has his hands together. I hope so because, because you know, I know Devin, Devin to me is my speed guy, but he's more honestly of a my deep threat speed guy, whereas maybe John Vay could be my speed guy all over the field, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm sending Devin on drags or on, on, on you know, stop, you know, whip routes or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but we do need that element. We need, honestly, we need more than just one of them. When you go look at the Chiefs, their whole goddamn receiving core runs yeah. a four, three, right. four, right. two or something crazy, yeah. right? So it'd be nice to have a couple guys who can go out there and scare the defense. So if John Vay could be it, that'd be great. Honestly, if I had to do it right now, I would love for those last three or four to go. Uh, Cedric, Devin, John Vay. You know why? Because mm-hmm. John Vay and De- uh, Cedric can play special teams. And if you need Devin Smith on game day, if you want, you can. You can actually use him unlike uh, JG did. 
JG didn't use their the, the weapons that we had in the tool set. Let me ask John this then. Yeah, real uh, quick. Do, do you have any scouting reports uh, on uh, the, the Rogers kid and the, uh, I think his name is Aaron Parker, one of those guys. Do you have any scouting report on those wide receivers? I don't know how to, on, Eric, on Aaron Parker. He's It's impossible to find some all 22 on some of these small school guys. Got to get the right. connect. Rogers, you, you I, got the connects. Get the, get the I know. I'm <laughs> yeah, you be having the gifts, though. You got the gifts. I've been trying to get James Madison defense for like two months now, and I still can't watch my man Rondell Carter. I've been, <laughs> I've been offering up everything to try to get that. I've been trying to sell my soul to Mephisto and everything, man. I'm trying out here. <laughs> but uh, as far as as far as Rodgers, he's someone who's intriguing because of his ability to win at the catch point. He's a mm -hmm. big receiver. He's a little bit thin. I think I wanted to see him put a little bit more size, but you could say that about most college receivers. Yeah. yeah. But just his ability to win it at the catch point gives him a definitive trait that he can win with in the NFL, and that gives him an avenue to make the team. And now he's not a good route runner at all at this point in his career. He's going to need to significantly improve there, but at least he has the size, yeah. the leaping ability, the ball skills to potentially compensate for that. So he's one of those guys that I think has a chance to make the team. And if not, he's someone who I'm definitely tar targeting for the Cowboys practice squad. Well. Indeed. Watch, watch, watch Van Bryant. Watch, he just surprise everybody. Yeah, hey, know, we can talk about this all day, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. He's the special teams guy. He's that's, the guy that has the most experience. That's what I'm saying. Team. Big bodied guy, really big guy. He's a decent blocker. He had a key block on one of the Cowboys touchdowns last year. It's blanking on me who scored, but he had a really key block. So he's, he's someone who I don't think you should discount either. He's the CJ Goodwin of the receivers, guys. He's the guy yeah, you don't even real. you Good. don't that think is, about him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, oh, I'm not worried. You know, ever you forget CJ Goodwin's on this team, mm -hmm. guys. He's making the team <laughs> because he's really Have good. Have you at seen him play at corner yet? I haven't seen him take a cornerback snap yet. He's I just, know, I dog. He's specifically he, a gunner. He's just a, gun. Just he, he, he's the one safety that was on the squad. Jamil Showers. He part Jamil Showers part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm telling you. So, so it's it's. I know we're thinking there may be three or four other spots left open in the receiver, but maybe there's only two because they we have a real special teams guy now, John. And, and his name is John. Um, so yeah. we, we know that he really, really values special teams. So if he sees a guy like Goodwin and, and Bryant, he's not going to let them go. He's not going to let them go. And honestly, I've seen enough snaps with Bryant where I thought he could – to me, he's a way better Noah, Noah Brown. Yeah, I will agree yeah. with that. Yeah, he gives but, you more. I think he gives you more. He can play in that slot too. He's more of a – Noah Brown was just basically an undersized tight end. He was just mm -hmm. a blocking guy. He, yeah. Yeah. He, did, he hasn't he's there's been so much promised about him but he has yet to really contribute more than wow. more than a blocker really don't get me started on noah brown Man, I, I, there's, a, there's a noah brown hive and i'm like why, why? <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it'd it be bzzz. man they, they're believing those wolf tickets that jason garrett was on all those years yeah, he was big wolfing <laughs> hey look man i know you gotta go get your up, pop 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 pow on so i don't want to leave you you know have you here too much longer and you'd be late so yeah. Um, listen, brother, we appreciate, appreciate you coming through, man. And this was a quick one, but we got to get you back on here. Yes, sir. We got to yes, get sir. you hey, back on it. For sure. Get me back on. I know I've been I've been flaky in the past. You tried to get me a, a right near the draft. That's my bad. But <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm, I'm glad you addressed me. Thank you. I didn't want to say nothing because you know jujitsu. <laughs> no, stay on me stay on okay. me and i'll definitely hey, come on again i would no, love to I had a ton of fun tonight thanks brother and you, you know what he's right if you if you do hit him up on his on on, on the uh twitter actually the actual public part he'd be like oh you know what my bad dog let me hit let me get back in your dms and he'll get back man 
Yeah, I said, I'm going to holler at him, but he, he a black belt, so I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to holler. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, that's my bad. That's Y'all my check bad. out his Twitter page, man. Got, he's not a good follower, a great follower. He's a great man. follower. Go follow yeah. his work. It's, it's second to none. Indeed, hey, brother. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, tell appreciate him where they can it. find you real quick, though. Oh, yeah. Find me uh, at Twitter, at John Owning, J-O-H-N-O-W-N-I-N-G, and follow all my work at the Dallas Morning News, dallasnews.com slash sports slash cowboys. Yeah, brother. Indeed. There it is. Hey guys, like yeah. I said, uh, about nine o'clock, we're going to have David Hellman in. So make sure you guys stick around. Um, we're, we're continuing the show here. I'm just letting you know that David will be in the building about nine. We appreciate you coming through, John. Oh, he's going. <laughs> he he said, going. bye. I, he <laughs> he said, ran up out of here. He said, he I got to go train. You remember when we, <laughs> when we first came in? They said, I got to go train, y'all. I, he don't play around with that damn training. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even peep, bro. <laughs> he said, he yeah. said, hey, he said, bye, John. Oh, he already gone. He's sure. gone. He's gone. See ya. Let me get the special effects. See ya. Yeah, right. <laughs> nah, here we are, guys. We're, we're, we're back. Yeah. We ain't going nowhere. We're here. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. That was a quick one with John. But guys, I really do uh, think you guys should go check him out Man, on um, Dallas required. Morning News. You know what though? Sometimes is, is there a paywall behind that? That'd be pissing me off. Some of them articles be a paywall, fam. No, I think it's free ninety nine. I don't know. No, no, no. Dallas Morning News, you probably had to pay. Maybe Sports Day is not away. a paywall. Uh, it, it's know. one. Of, sometimes it's articles I get through. Some of them I can't. I know the Athletic yeah. is a paywall. I get some of my nerves too. It's yeah. like, man, listen. I appreciate a lot of these people like like John, but you can get some of that stuff. Same type of stuff, but I had to pay for it. Free 99, you Indeed. know. <laughs> hey, man, listen. We got a full house in the chat. Mm-hmm. And y'all know how we do with interviews. We can't really get in there. But, man, y'all got some shout-outs y'all want to do in the chat here. I know, first of all, shout-out to, to, to my chat. They in here deep. The Mod Gods. Got Mod Gods now. Uh, Stevie Mac and the Cowboys Network, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Sosa, rocking over there with the, uh, the Mod. So appreciate y'all up in there. Appreciate the donations from Charlie. Um, and, and again, some couple of people. Dallas Lee's in the building. Uh, Cowboy Marty. Uncle Charles, I believe, is in the building. I miss my Uncle Charles. <laughs> Tex Lex, CQ, <laughs> The Reaper. Uh, yeah, y'all all up in here, man. Appreciate you. If I didn't get to your queue, all you guys, listen, we see. We see the chat here. But um, we appreciate you guys checking through. And mm-hmm. I think, did you send out the link to Hellman? Oh, let me send that. Yeah, to yeah, him. get yeah. that to Hellman. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get have Hellman in here about nine o'clock on the second hour of the show. Look, I sound like we on the radio, huh? Yeah. Hour number two. <laughs> we <laughs> <laughs> got Dallas two. Cowboys writer Stay David Hellman in the building, yeah. y'all. I'm excited for that. Camo Cowboy. Tiny Jim is funny. But yeah, y'all go ahead and give your shout outs, man. Oh, I, I got to give a shout out to those who made the uh, donation Nation to, to the elevate Nation. the nation on an, um, I guess an. A different type of avenue you know <laughs> you know it don't come up on uh on the super chat but it came up over here on the paypal and there was william wilson really appreciate you for do- dropping that dime over there man i really appreciate you and charlie bridges man I'm yeah that's you. the man yeah charlie that's <laughs> the one. man yeah uh, with the cash app man so i really appreciate you guys because uh they don't take 30 and 40 percent like the super chat but you guys can continue to super chat nevertheless you know that's hey, don't let that discourage you yeah, they're giving everything to the actual nation to help elevate this thing so that we can have everybody out there training camp and beyond. And so we can have better production. As you guys can see, my, my setup is a little, uh, I guess, <clears throat> right? And I'm just trying to work that too. But I really, really appreciate everybody that's on the uh, Facebook panel, man. I really appreciate you guys, man. Continue to share this content. Um, 
Jimbo, really Ooh, appreciate you. And um, Mendoza and Lance Bell, man, really appreciate you guys, man. Thank, thank those that's out there. I know uh, there's many names out there that I will not be able to get to, but if I miss your name, charge it to my head, not my heart. I had an old head at work say that, and I said, "Man, that's what that's what Law be saying." <laughs> He's old, Dad. Well, I, I sent the uh, I sent the uh, link to uh, uh, Tiny Jim. Uh, yeah, he Tiny just he, as soon as I sent it, he already thumbs dubbed it. So he's he's it sounds like he's ready to go. But let me give a shout out to a few more oh, people. Oh, ready to go? It's your boy D White, my guy John Jones. Everybody in the feed. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to Zay because he's straight. Uh, that's Vach's son. I just want to give a shout out to Zay. You are Vach's. You are Vach's son uh, to the <laughs> core. Uh, you love him like no other. That's your daddy. I know you got a picture of him and your house. Uh, make sure you frame it tonight uh, for him. Okay. Make sure you take that words. Um, but uh, shout out to my guy Juwan James for the ten dollar holla. Uh, Jessica, uh, Jim no. Laws, uh, Quest Dak Who. Um, my dog Hulk Logan, yeah. uh, all all the mods that's been in KMT seventy two. Y'all know how y'all do. All, all all my mods up in the feed. Just y'all deep in here like y'all doing. I just appreciate and love y'all. And let's have some more fun with a uh, uh, a helmet because I I it, it, he, he gonna be funny. I'm yeah. I'm ready to go. James James James, James let, let, let's do it one time. Oh oh, oh Sheila. Hold on hold on. Why you think I don't know that? Oh, because I'm yeah. a young man, don't mean I don't because, know about that. Off like he don't know it. We, just yeah, he, said, he said, James. Oh, oh, he said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know it. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> Shout out to Sheila, man. That's my girl <laughs> over there, man. <laughs> oh, 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 Sheila. Let me start it, man. <laughs> hey, I think I'm gonna open. Up. fun over here. I think baby. I'm gonna open the lines up real quick till we get Helmet in here. Let me Shout see. Shout out to you, James Gary. Say, where's yeah. my shout out? There you go, yeah. James Gary. Oh, 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 oh. And Sosa again, man. The, the Cowboys. Shout out to of the course, goal. man. Of course, that's good. He's a, my, listen, man. man. If y'all don't know, I need to go. Follow that man, okay? On on all the platforms. Play it. Look, look, look. The hype chat and the call in line is brought to you and powered by the Cowboys Network. Network. That boy good. That network. That boy good. He good. He good. That boy good. That boy good. I think I do have it plugged up in here. Let me um let me go ahead and open up I'm the lines for your minds. Now I'm opening up the lines just for a little bit because I ain't seen him in here. So and I know I know a lot of people got a lot of things to say. Um, let me see chop. here. What's good with your chop? Appreciate you, Landon. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Lance we're good. Bell, appreciate you for making the donations to the nation. The cash app. For the nation, yeah. them cash outs, they popping the deck. Oh people yeah, y'all peep, y'all peep. The, I was gonna wait to unveil this on my show tomorrow, but y'all peep the the, the new mic. Well, it ain't really new, mm. yeah, but I, I got the addition on the see. mic. You got the my, um, mic. Yeah. Man, all I right, need man. is one mic, one mic, one mic. What you say? He got all the LL mic. He, he tattooed oh. that shit on his arm and shit. Immediately, yo. But for real, <laughs> my guy Brian Prolific Hickman. I'm gonna have his stuff up tomorrow on my channel. Um, he's great, man. He does some great artist stuff. Um, a lot. Of, I mean, he 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 saw him do a uh, some art stuff on somebody's PlayStation. You know, he wow. painted. Yeah, it was awesome. So I got. It's funny because on this side it's Iron Man. On the other side, you can't see it. But for my wrestling fans out there, I got the Road Warriors, Hawk and oh, Animal. Oh shit! I got the Hawk yeah. and Animal on the other side. Oh, what a rush! <laughs> yeah, wow. man. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. So you like Hulk Hogan, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I wouldn't guys, say I like man. Hulk Hogan. What? He liked the new no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you talking about Hulk and Animal? Oh, I'm an old school wrestling fan. Oh, okay, oh, okay. But well, I, I don't know because you know that shit. Long, Hulk so. Hogan because of what he did for the industry, but 
For real, for real, bro. Was, I mean, come on, the the leg drop was trash. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> well, Hulk Hogan and was that, great and at that damn shaking. That, that, no, that was dope. Yeah, that's that, what that, he was I, I, That's what I'm saying. That's what it's yeah. saying. When you hit him and that butt muscle get to shaking, he'd be, he be like, <laughs> "You get that hand to shaking." You know what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 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 I like, like DDC. Who, who have the coldest? Who had the coldest intro music, man? Oh, don't get me started. I'm going to tell y'all. I will go ahead. Go ahead. Because, boy. Nah, Undertaker, man. That Undertaker, man. Nah, nah. Taker no, got an iconic cold? entrance. Who is that? But if you want to talk about some of the best intro music, you're talking about NWO. You're talking about Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like, you talk about stuff <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah. Um, Razor Ramon. You know, the bad Razor guy. Ramon. I love I remember Razor intro. Ramon. Um, I mean, I mean. Now you bring I mean, names back. I mean, come on now. You got to say Shawn Michaels, too. Like, oh, yeah. Shawn Michaels, dude, he come out there. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on. For me, one of my favorite intros is uh, The Generation Next, Out- The New Age Outlaws. Oh, you didn't know? No. That's my yeah. favorite. One of my favorites, at least. <laughs> but see, I can I'm keep faking, going. I don't man. know none of that shit. I'm going to be faking them. Yeah, that, like, that yeah, was about the late know. 90s for me. Yeah. But I, that, that I, Undertaker I, music, though. I, I lost it after yeah. the Iron Sheik and... and, and, and um, oh, you went, you went way back. <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Sheik, what's that Iron Sheik? <laughs> the, the great Kabuki and shit. They fail. <laughs> I saw Jim Duggan. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, but if we, but now, if we really want to say the number, the, the greatest intro has to be Stone Cold. Hell, I mean, yeah. I was oh, yeah. about him yesterday. Hey, oh yeah, God, dog, no, I forgot all about that. Yeah, man. he's one of my favorite dog. Can I get a hell yeah? Yeah. Yeah, when you yeah. drop, when you drop, the, when the glass breaks, that's it, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Like it, it's over. Like the, the pop is crazy. It's it's crazy. Look, they in, y'all probably like the Stone Cold says so. <laughs> that's what the, <laughs> I love it. The, the chat probably like, is this is this a cowboy? Show? Is this cowboys? Hey, that's how we do. We can do that here, we can man. Do it all, we can man. do it's that. Other, other networks the late night don't have Call into the show. Remember, you only got two minutes. Holla, <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah two minute holla. we'll get a couple in if we can. Rick Flair, though, not Woo! no five minute hollers. Yeah, oh, he said Ricky, yeah, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. That's another Ooh, old, yes, Ricky old the school. Dragon was, yeah, what, what, what about your boy Superfly Snooker? Superfly Snooker, rest in peace. Gold dust. Y'all, y'all uh, remember, come on, y'all, re- uh, y'all remember <laughs> Special Delivery Jones? That's not made too, too, too old for me. I don't know about Special Delivery. <laughs> <laughs> I know about Junkyard. <laughs> Junkyard dog. He was he mm-hmm. bang, he was fighting with the same time, but he was like the lower level junk dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish I could show y'all this Road Warriors one. It's it's really cool, man. He really did a good job. Um, but I'll I'll probably try to do it tomorrow. Boy, have Terry Von Eric. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace to him too. Yeah, man. It's crazy. All them wrestlers that died, dog. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's yeah, crazy, it's, man. yeah. It's kind of like. Macho. Yeah. It, I, I would imagine there has to be some CTE issues with that. Yeah. And, yeah. and also the the roids Big boss, probably. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I did kind of disrespected the intros. Uh, the Rock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. can you smell? If you smell what? with, with the, rock. the Rock, cook. I love when he used to swing them arms with the Rock. Let me tell you something. though. is cooking, and he had one of the best sets up too. It doesn't matter. You know oh, what I'm saying? He's, he's the goat on the mic. <laughs> yeah. The Rock is the goat on the mic. Yeah, he one of the most the underrated superstars though. And underrated intros, like music, is uh, Kurt Angle. I'm not sure if you know who he is, James. I know but... some Kurt Angle. Okay. Kurt Angle was a dog. Okay, Kurt was a beast. And, and Kurt, Kurt's music, I, I fool with it. 
And then they turned it into when he turned heel, it was like, you <laughs> suck. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of cool. Haynes I like Kurt Angle. I used to love some Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah Kurt. I actually met him um, on accident in Pittsburgh. Happened to be at a Denny's because he's from Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. And this wow. is when he kind of first retired. And uh, I'm just sitting there, and I turn around. I'm like, oh, snap, that's Kurt Angle. And I didn't want to go all fanboy, so I calmed down. And I waited till his, his family had went to the bathroom or something. And I went over there, and I was telling him, hey, man, big fan, blah, blah, blah. I forgot my phone, so I couldn't get no picture. Uh, but, hey, yeah. good dude, cool dude. Ric Flair. That's what I said. My guy said, who used to do the slaps? Ric Flair. Ain't nobody else used to slap the shit out of you. That's Ric Flair, man. He, he used to take me good, too. How about Ric Flair's dead, dead drops are hilarious. Man. Uh, hilarious. He said, who got the best jewelry here? Yeah, me. What's this? Come on. Y- y'all give me the, y'all give me the thing. Um, Limousine riding. Riding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a limousine drive, man. Yeah, they know that, Joe. Man. But, man, man. who does the big, big show? show. <laughs> Y'all remember that? Batista. Scott Batista in there. Nah, God tier Jimbo. He said, Do I got the Road Warriors with the blue pads? Nah, I went with OG everything on here. So I got the OG Iron Man. And I got mm. the OG Alter, uh, uh, Road Warriors, Legion of Doom. I, I was thinking about doing the Cowboys, but I was like, nah, I want to give y'all a real, you know, some of my other part of my personality as opposed to everything Cowboys on it. Right, mm-hmm. right. Just, it's OG. OG. Mm-hmm. It's a lot OG. of good names y'all bringing up in here. Coco Beware. Coco uh, Beware Jake with the, the on Bird. Jake Rude. The Snake was a dog. Rick Rude, but I love some Jake the Snake. Didn't he do the DDT? Yes, that was his yeah. move. Now, which I one was the DDT. Cowboys fan? Was it Sting? You know. Taker's a Cowboys fan. I didn't know that. Yeah, Coco Taker. Beware. Taker. When, when Dallas, Beware. when WrestleMania was in Dallas, Taker was took a picture with the Cowboys jersey. Um, huh. I think he just did an interview actually with the Cowboys hat on. If I'm not mistaken. No, oh, wow. See, I learned something new every day. I didn't know he was a Cowboys. Man, fan. I, listen, yo, like wrestling, like wrestling, old school wrestling is like like Cowboys. I really, really. If you if you guys don't know, you can actually go on my page. I did a wrestling podcast episode with my buddies from the First Down Podcast, and it's about hour and 40 minutes long where we do the top 10 wrestlers of the attitude era and um wow. we, yeah it's pretty cool pretty cool stuff mm. yeah wrestling you know what it, it's funny because you think about how it started up to now it's like you just don't forget them wrestling guys no matter what right. whether Nostalgia you watch wrestling if you watch it deeply me, it. or not you still knew them damn names yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you can thank hogan you, you we started this off yeah. with you asking me am i a hogan fan I respect mm-hmm. Hogan. If there's a Mount Rushmore, you absolutely have to put Hogan yeah. on it. Yeah, he's but, a godfather. But to me, he was awful in the ring, but he was a great storyteller in the ring. Like, he had no amazing moves or anything like that, but, man, he could put you over. He could mm-hmm. tell the story, and he got the crowd, the whole, all that, you know Brother, what I mean, and the yeah. shaking and stuff when he, he gets <laughs> up and he does boy. the point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Hogan was amazing when it came to telling Ooh, the story. Lex Luger, I remember. Oh, oh my God. Dusty was good, too. Lex Luger was the one that put you on his back the, the, and crunched the, you. The, yeah, he crunch. did the, uh, what's his name? Ooh, right? Torture right. move. Yes, he put you on Torture. your back. You knew when he was putting you on your day, his back, it was over. One thing he about Lex you. is they tried to make him the, the next Hogan Yeah, uh, right. in the 90s, and it just didn't work out. And I, has, I seen somebody in here that put... Yokozuna, and they had this storyline with him and Yokozuna. Yokozuna was a big mother effer, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost dangerously big. He almost broke somebody's neck and killed them when he did that that bonsai drop. I mean, he used to just go to the top of the rope, 
and then just drop his big ass on <laughs> right on your neck, man. I wouldn't want to be under your Sid Sid Vicious, yes. Sid was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sid was Vicious. I love some Sid Vicious. Sid was crazy. You watch wrestling back really in the day. Sid. It motivated you to go to the gym. Did it you did. remember George the Animal Steel, Sky? Yeah, he used to bite the, uh, yeah, them the turnbuckles. turnbuckles. <laughs> 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 George the Animal Steel. He was he weird, man. Them turnbuckles, it's over. He's weird. It, it was Shawn Michaels with the kick, right? Yeah, super kick. Some of those people caught that kick for real. I don't care what nobody said. I'd have been like, look here, dog. Nobody I, I, does the super this. kick better than Sean, fam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, the super kick is a normal move nowadays, but the super kick back then, back in, when when you yeah. got hit with it, it's over. I'm like, dog, I'm, I'm finna meet you. They're naming them, Scott. They're naming them right here. They got they got uh, the Heart Foundation. Yes, sir. British yes. Bulldogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know that the wrestling community was that strong over oh, here it's, because listen, people man, are all over this It's thing. nostalgia. It, I, that's why I like to talk about the old school wrestling. The new stuff, mm. it's cool, but it ain't not a near not a nothing like like the Attitude yeah. Era. Hell, it's not even like the Ruthless Aggression Era. But wow. that's a whole nother... Look, yeah, they dropping Steiner Brothers. Oh, I love the Steiner Brothers. <laughs> they going, yeah, they cram. <laughs> tell you what. Cram. I tell you what, though, man. When you heard Ultimate Warrior's intro music... Yeah, that's oh. what somebody was saying in here. Like, come on, dog, Scott. He said, come on, Scott. Ultimate Warrior got one of the craziest ones. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior has to be top 10 um, uh, theme music because it, it's it automatically, like, you feel like you on crack. <laughs> like, because he was on crack. That was for sure. Damn, Ultimate Warrior's birthday was sweet, Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Chin music. That's, that's the name of He used to tune yes. up the man. Yeah. The Four Horsemen, Yes. Yeah. I love the four horses. We didn't turn this into. I'm sorry, but I can go on and on with this. <laughs> what what Hellman talk you about? Know this thing. <laughs> oh, uh, bro, I know it. All you got to do, I sent him the link. He he liked it, so I guess you just. No, he ain't in here yet. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking, brother. All right, let's get back he to a little probably, bit of he, Cowboys uh, okay. talk here. Probably um, at that nine o'clock time, like yeah. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> well, perfect because then we can kind of touch on this and then leave it at that in regards to the Ezekiel Elliott thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to talk about it. As much yeah. as I hate to talk about it, right. gotta talk about it. Gotta talk, gotta talk about it. Uh, obviously, it came out yesterday, kind of uh, controversially. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, that he had came down with COVID, which honestly is not a surprise, guys. Right, really not. Um, a lot of these athletes probably have it or are going to have it at some point. Um, but the way it came out was it was not good. <laughs> he was not, not good at all. He was mad, and that's why I kind of <laughs> fell back. When, if you notice, I didn't say nothing on Twitter until you know after Zeke spoke, because I'm like, this don't even feel right. Like you're not, it doesn't break like that normally. You know what I mean? It didn't break like mm-hmm. that for the Rams center. It didn't mm-hmm. break like that for uh, Von Miller, right? Mm-hmm. And it hasn't broken like that for any other player that likely has it right now, or the right. other Cowboy player. Right. So for me, it was like something ain't right. Let me see what the hell's going on. So then when Z came out and said it loss, and then he came right. out and said, I didn't tell them to do this. The story was already told. My agent confirmed it. I don't know if that means the agent leaked it. Or I don't know right. if that means that, you know, somebody violated his laws or he doesn't understand the HIPAA laws. I'm not gonna pretend like I do. Cause I don't. Um, but for me it felt dirty. Cause I highly doubt Zeke wanted to really wanted this out. Yeah. Um, but how did you guys kind of take the news? I honestly I wasn't scared for Zeke because you know they, they came out at the same time and said he's fine. So I was happy for that. 
but I was a little bit of annoyed for Zeke that it came out this way. Uh, I, I look at it that I'm a little relieved that it is Ezekiel Elliott, believe it or not, you know, okay. uh, he's one of the younger people on his team. And I know that a lot of people okay. perish from this particular uh, uh, virus, what have you. Uh, nevertheless, I, I think that he will overcome. And I think uh, the news, the way it was leaked in a sense, was just kind of low, you know, uh, especially for this organization, for whoever leaked the information, because from my understanding, the organization was was the one that did the test, right? The Dallas Cowboys staffing department. Um, no, so, I don't know. I honestly, I'm not gonna pretend like I know who did that. My dog Jay Form, he was in the chat the other day. He was saying that they did the uh, testings uh, last week. And so are we about two to three days? Are you thinking they did the leaking? I think that somebody said, "Hey, we gotta uh, talk to somebody." Unless this could be a scenario, Ezekiel Elliott told a good friend of his and his good friend told somebody else. Yeah. Or he could have told his agent, uh, like uh, Mike uh, Fisher reported this morning, and his agent actually leaked the information. From, from what I'm hearing, correct me if I'm wrong, Law, or, or James, or anybody, um, and, and again, I don't know the laws, but I was reading that if you tell someone about your medical condition, it is no longer a violation of the HIPAA, HIPAA laws. Is that correct? True. And and mm. they and they tell I've someone. I've never heard of it. And they tell I didn't even someone. Know what the hell hippo was? <laughs> hippo who? I, when they say hippo, I say hippo. What the hell is hippo? <laughs> Hippopotamus. <laughs> Remember on that? Remember that on uh uh Big Daddy. You're uh, coming to America. Oh. Hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Uh, hippo laws is only relegated to the actual doctor hey. or the uh, medical professions that's there. So if uh, somebody, if, if Ezekiel Elliott right. told his friend and they go and tell somebody that. It's not violating that, the hip laws. That's, that's, that's what I was. Law. Okay. Yeah. Hey, real quick. We actually do have somebody on the line. Let me see if we got him. Hey, two, one, 210, you on the line? Your mind. Yo, this Wing Marvel. What's going on, Wayne? What up? Ah, oh, Wing. What's up? You talk, you talk oh, so much trash. I, I love you. You hey, talk Wink, so much this, damn trash. I love you. I probably, you got short. Wing, this is the first time I got a chance yeah. to, to talk Even, to you here. Right. Because you, you're, you're big time on Twitter yeah. with us, man. I appreciate your uh, participation on Twitter, your support, man. Yes, I just want to tell you yes, that uh, in person here, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know. I, I know I don't always agree, but, you know, it's all love. That's all right, man. Hey, all, all if love. we all agreed all damn time, this should be boring. Yeah, it'd be too crazy. What's up, though, Wink? But, uh, yeah, what I got to say is uh, Zeke is probably going to go down as the most controversial cowboy in history. If I'm... you look at every year that he's been in the league, every all season, Zeke is in the news for something. Wow. Every that, all season. That's that true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's and true. And it would have been cool if I was like, okay, he's going to be, he's going to skate by us to COVID. is going to. You know, everything is everybody's at home. He's chilling. He's not gonna get in trouble. And now they leak out his his, his medical uh his medical history, man. I mean, it's like they got to keep him in the news, man. Well, how about this though, Wink? Wouldn't you rather be something like this than flashing a titty? And um, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? And and and, and, and you know the whole you know with the situation in 2017 with the suspension and stuff. Uh, I'd rather said, that. They said it was several Cowboys. They, they don't mention nobody but Zeke. They said it was several well, Cowboys. Because you know what sales. You know, yeah. And that's what fuels the conspiracy to me. You didn't leak Ventrell Bryant. I'm just throwing a name out there, right? Like, you didn't leak the 57th player on the team. You leaked right. Zeke. 
But 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 I'm glad I'm you mentioned that. I'm thinking it's all these what? fringe players that probably you know got it, but because you know the hot you know the headliner contract that they got to put it out there. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because Ventura O'Brien, I think he had a DUI a couple of months ago. You know, so well, I kind of you know it's quietly it swept under the rug. You know, uh, now yeah, not even course, a blip on the radar. Not even a blip on the radar, but when you have a storyline, because people was being able to add in and link in Dak Prescott to that story, you know, of Ezekiel Elliott. And so people automatically said, well, Dak Prescott must be next, you know. So I think that well, this this stuff give a lot of room for people to talk about and click on. I don't think Dak has it, though. He was. You don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, Jamie has sent me a picture. I probably sent you the same thing, James, um, where Dak mm-hmm. was actually out in public yesterday, took a picture with a. Uh, a fan. So if he had it, he'd have been quarantined and he wouldn't have been taking no picture with a fan. So it's not Dak. Right. We still doing yeah, this? Is oh, all, okay. uh, somebody always just want to talk about it. Yeah. ain't got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's, what about, and, um, what, my, my, next thing, my next thing I want y'all to keep in the mental is okay, what if one of these quarterbacks come down with uh, the season's Bruce over? Arians. Well, see, that's what I, I was talking these, about, uh, Wink. That, that's what I was Bruce talking Arians about, Wink. Thing. Let, let Wink go first. Go ahead, Wink. Okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, it might have been what, what, what uh, Big Game was was talking about, but Bruce Arians was talking about keeping one of the court, quarterbacks away from the camp so in case one of the quarterbacks contracted, they always oh. have a, a backup quarterback away from the camp that, that way they can always bring them in and, you know, they can keep the, the team rolling like that. That's kind of mm-hmm. That's actually smart, but mm-hmm. also I think it, it could Hard. hurt you, right? Because oh, yeah, the, yeah, then you don't yeah. have a quarterback that's working with the, with the team, especially, you know, let's just let's just throw this out here on extreme case. Jameis Winston, um, a guy who's playing for a quarterback who's probably more injury prone now than he ever will be. And and Drew Brees, because he's 40 something years old and his, his best shot is if he gets hurt. Right. So let's say he gets hurt, but he has no practice reps with his new teammate, his new teams, his new receiver, his, his new playbook. That's going to hurt. Uh, a Jameis Winston type of guy more than it hurts somebody else that's already been on the team or already been in the league under that system. Yeah. Just throwing out an example. Jameis Winston better work yeah. against some lens crafters before anything. Well, he got his eyes together now. I don't know how he lasts in the league that long and he got money. And he, he got it last year, didn't he? No, he and got did it he do during 30? his offseason. Here's the thing, though. You I thought he did last year. NFL damn quarterback with money and you're squinting. <laughs> that is dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> That yeah. makes no damn sense. I squint. Y'all and ready if, for Dave? Yeah, we ready. If you look out, if you look, if you throw the ball deep and you squint, you can't see nothing. You see shadows. <laughs> but at least hey. it's not ghosts, right? <laughs> hey, Wink, man, we appreciate you calling in, getting us through the last couple minutes here, brother. Appreciate you, Wink. All right, man, y'all hold it down. And yes, remember. I appreciate you, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, my man. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Good calling, man. It was, it was nice to hear from Wink.